This is the Drew Spearience Show, the show that's 80% combat sports and 20% everything else. It's going to be a more of a 20% episode this week, it looks like, with uh, my guest tonight and the one I had last night that will be uh, broadcasted tomorrow. Um, very privileged, and I got to thank my mom, Marlene, for this, uh, for uh, connecting me with her. She is a uh, part owner of Orange Theory Fitness on Summerled in NDG. She's also been a personal trainer and been in the fitness business since 1994 she's uh, she knows aerobics she knows crossfit nutrition i probably need to seek some advice for nutrition <laughs> i'm just kidding I'm, I'm pretty healthy but if i do i would and obviously so i'm very i'm very honored to be joined tonight by melanie shernovsky from orange theory fitness welcome melanie hi thank you for having me yeah not a problem so uh Obviously, you've been one of the more vocal ones with uh, the lockdown. You know, good on you. I think we need that more, especially because gyms are an essential business. And uh, I think it's just time. Uh, I think I think it's just time that like uh, gym owners get a voice. And you know, it's it's about time we reopen. Because like, what the fuck? When are we opening again? Exactly. I agree. I concur. Yeah, so I wanted to ask, uh, before we get into everything, uh, tell me about your fitness journey, like how you started into personal training and what got you into doing uh, what you do. Um, so I just, I was active my whole life. And then all of a sudden, when I was in university, I really got into aerobics and step and all that stuff. And then one day somebody said, you should teach classes. I'm like, okay. So I looked into it and uh, I took, a, it used to be called the FIT course, Fitness Instructor Training. So I took that at the uh, NDGY, the Hampton Y, and I did that. And then a year later, I did a personal training certificate. And then one thing led to another. I never thought it would be uh, a career, and it turned into one. I got busy right away. I started teaching classes all over the city. I never said no, no matter what day, no matter what time. And here I am 26 years later. That's crazy. So back then, before the internet, like, must have been pretty challenging, to say the least, with uh, being a personal trainer. Yeah, it was all about word of mouth, and uh, that was it. There was no, there was no platform to promote yourself with, and it just was like blood, sweat, and tears, and uh, doing what you got to do, and, and no hashtags, and no this, and no followers, and no flavor of the month. It just, it was really like hard work. Now it's like the industry is saturated. So I'm lucky and I'm fortunate that I got into it when I did. And um, I have no regrets, even though we're closed down. Yeah. There's like way too many trainers out there. Like I'm on Instagram. Like I see these, it's like they have the like, certified in this cert I'm like, it's like, holy, like I can't keep up anymore. It's like, yeah, it's really saturated. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you just, you just got to, uh, you, you accept what it is and you focus on what you're good at and, uh, you know, you try not to compete and you just, you just got to go with the flow and just be yourself and work hard. Yeah, I totally understand. At least, you know, like you got in at a good time. I mean, you know, I, it's like just before the internet era, so word of mouth is a big thing. And like, were you doing that with a day job too? Or were you like doing this all like? This was, it turned full time. I was in university and um, I just, like I was still living at home when I started and uh yeah it turned it turned like really I was very very fortunate that right away I got busy and uh I just turned it into my career so 
pretty good. So he eventually became the owner of uh, Orange Theory Fitness on Summerlet, like part owner. Um, things were looked like they were taking off. I mean, Orange Theory was crushing it prior to uh, March 14th of uh, last year. Uh, what was uh, before before we get into the pandemic? What was the expectation for Orange Theory going in if there wasn't a pandemic? Um, well, I bought into it uh, two months prior. So, but I have no regrets. I, I have no regrets at all. We were open uh, just over a year um, when I when I was offered a, a part of the partnership, and we were flying high. We were it was going well. Everybody knew about it. People were coming in. People loved it. It was like the future was bright. And I was actually in Florida last year at the at the time, right when the pandemic was going on. We like we were there for a an Orange Theory a sh- like um a uh, what do you call it? Oh my god, I can't remember. Can't remember the word. But a, a conference. And then the conference got canceled because of COVID. And we were like, okay, you know, who knows? But um, we were there. We were like, okay, the conference are going to come back, whatever. And then boom. The day that I got home was the day that uh, we were shut down for what everybody thought was just going to be two weeks. And here we are coming up on four months of the second time that we've been shut down. So, Fun times. I mean, fun times. I mean, twenty March 14th, 2020. I think that will be the day of infamy for everybody. When Exactly. It's almost coronavirus's birthday. Boo! It's fucked up. I mean, I can't, uh, I can't believe it. It's like, it's like last year. It's like, I remember it all started when someone like, yeah, they ate a bat on social media. And it's like, what are they doing down in uh, Wuhan? And then it's like, then there's like all these theories, like, oh yeah, conspiracy. Uh, it's like resident evil. There's the umbrella court. There's like something with the umbrella corporation. And I'm, and for a second I did believe it. I'm like, Hey, something is really not right here. And then, uh, next thing you know, it's like first case in Quebec, first case in, in Canada. It's like, uh, this is not, and then, at first, I ignored it. I was like, okay, whatever. It's not that bad. You know, we've seen Ebola. They handled Ebola. But then this happens. It's like, oh. And then March 14th comes. And it's like, and it's like, okay. And after that, the world changed forever, it looks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, like, what was it like once, uh, once March 14th happened? Uh, what was the, what happened like with the before when you got back, like what was the announcement you got coming back to, to Montreal? They basically said, well, everything was shutting down and I was getting private messages from people that are like, well, you know, should you shut down? We're like, it's not up to us. It's up to the government. And then at first it was a sigh of relief that the government said to shut down because we had this moral obligation. Do we stay open? Do we close? So then everything was shut down. We all thought it was going to be for two weeks. And then as the time went on and on and on, it was like, okay, we just got to do what we got to do here. And we did some, some stuff online. Um, like we weren't really prepared because we didn't know what was going to happen and for how long. So um, our members are, are very, very nice. We put everybody on hold um, free of charge and stuff like that. We didn't want people canceling and we just, we made the most of it and we plowed through and then we were able to reopen June 30th. And we were so excited. We reopened. People came back slowly. We did classes outside. The momentum was building again. The excitement was building again. And then we got shut down again. But we did everything that we were supposed to do. We, we went above and beyond what the, what the government guidelines were. We needed the plexiglass in front. We needed the social distancing, the sanitizers, the this, the that. We did everything. We were 
meticulous and spotless and um, you know, so it's kind of unfair that we got shut down again because we did all those protocols, like along with the restaurants. But at the same time, we got to be responsible. And if we ever had a case, we'd have to shut down and everybody would know, oh, the, you know, Orange Theory, you know how it is? Like the stigma would be there. So, you know. Just crazy because, I mean, yeah, you like, gyms and restaurants went balls in to, like, invest in the necessary PPE. Mm. That's money out of your pocket. That's money out of, like, the, the company accounts. And it's, it, they, does it feel like you've been slapped in the face, like, with, like, with this when you do everything and then they just shut you down again? Absolutely. Absolutely. But, like, I understand where they're coming from. And, uh, but it's just, like, okay, like, or, you know, there's, there's other ways that they could do it. They could, it, it's very easy for a studio like Orange Theory for contact tracing. God forbid if someone got COVID, we know exactly everybody who comes in and out. We're not a big box gym. We have one door in. So we know people check in. So let's say if someone had COVID or if someone came in contact with COVID, we'd be able to get in touch with every single person. So, you know, we were lumped in with the big gyms and, and stuff like that. And, it's uh, it, it is a little bit of a slap in the face, but we just got to plow through because people need it for, you know, mentally and emotionally people need exercise and to get out and to socialize. So, yeah, it was really annoying. I was kind of like, I was giving myself the eye, the, the shake my head emoji when um, they brought in that former Olympian, like the minister of sports. And she's like, well, just go outside and play. It's kind of hard to play sports outside when you have the cops like circling and they're like waiting for you to make a mistake so they can meet their ticket quota. But, uh, you know, spring's around the corner, so who knows what's going to be. And, and everybody wants to be outside, so it's great. And then the novelty sort of starts to wear off like around July when people get too hot to be outside or it's too buggy or there's mud and it's all fine and good. And then, you know, it's just it's not the same. It's not the same. No, it's like, I mean, last year was like, we had some form of normality by July and then August and then September comes and it's like, it's like, it's like, I see where this is going. Like the stupid color zone. It's like, I don't even know what to think of the color zone anymore. It, it's like, it's like, there's like red, orange, green, yellow, back to orange. And then Ontario has their own. I feel like I'm in kindergarten again. Kindergarten online would be a whole different story now. Yeah, I mean, and like, <laughs> are you doing like online classes or? Yes. So we're very fortunate. Orange Theory has a, a live platform and it allows the coaches like myself and the other people working there. We go into the studio and we teach live one-on-one, -on -one. not one-on-one -on -one, rather like one coach and the class. So it's live. So basically that is great for socializing and it's also great for correcting form. So it's not pre-recorded at all. So people can get the, the, um, the feeling of being in the studio because we're coaching them and it's very safe and effective and they're in the safety of their own home. And it's, it's just a good way to keep in touch and to keep our members engaged because that is the hardest thing to do right now is to keep people engaged because when we reopen, we want people to come back. Very true. And um, what do you think 
the government, what do you think the Legault administration could have done better in terms of closing and reclosing? What, like, what could have been done in your opinion if, uh, if you- really should have looked into the gyms, even the restaurants that can have contact tracing, like to make sure to have, like we, we all did the plexiglass and all that stuff, but you can take it a step further and say, okay, how many people do you have in your, in your establishment today? And make sure you have everybody's name and phone number. So if somebody tests positive or came into contact with somebody, then, you know, get in touch with them. So they could have gone that extra step, but I guess it's, you know, they have bigger fish to fry, checking the size of English and French words. Yeah, that that just boggles my mind or like the way the hospital system is. It's like, we don't want to overflow the hospital system. Okay, where's the money? And then they're like, I, I don't know. It's like, I, I don't know. It's like, if, it's like that meme where like the, where like the toddler's like, it's like, where's your money? And it's like. Exactly. Hands up in the air. No idea. Exactly. It's definitely been very frustrating to say the least because i had to cancel my membership to econo and it's like it's like do i and it's i feel that was like the best decision i made and it's like look i'm doing what i can with what i have but it's like it's i mean i mean i have to have have clients what's the situation been like for you on your side for orange theories with their clients um you mean our members and stuff? yeah or members yeah um so a lot of them are working from home, so they're able to take the classes. Some people have lost their jobs. Um, everybody, even if you're still working, everybody is just, it's, it's boring. It's like burnout. So if you're working, you're working overtime, double time. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. So morale stinks. So, you know, exercise helps that, you know? And uh, we need it back for, for everything, for everything, you know, like you, even if you go to the gym and you sit and you take a selfie, you're, you know, just, it's, it's something to do. It's, and everybody's there for a common goal. When you're there to exercise, you're there to feel better about yourself. And so, but uh, our members are pretty good. They, they they sympathize with us a lot and uh, we're keeping them engaged. So we're doing our part. And it was interesting when we opened up, in June, we got a whole slew of new people that, and I was like, I was very surprised. I was like, okay, people are going to be afraid to come to the gym. They don't know us, but they were so, we got new people and I was like, oh my God, this is unbelievable because we really do have a reputation for being spotless above, you know, having a great workout. We are spotless. I invite you to come anytime you'd like. Thank you. Appreciate it. When time, when we open up, um, another, there was another, then like to try to reopen the gyms in November, December. Um, there's like some association of like pro gym. I don't know if you heard about it, like a yoga studio. And then there was like a dance studio and pro gym was leading the charge to like open without like, you know, to kind of like open, go against the government. But I mean, what was your thoughts on, what were your thoughts on, on that? Like, do you think they were I like, thought it was, it, it was ridiculous because you're just defying what the government tells, uh, tells you to do. And it would give, it just gives off a, a negative, a, a, a negative vibe. And it just, it, it looks like you're like defying the rules and you think like, Oh, I'm better than this. Uh, and people look for loopholes and you just, as much as it sucks, you just have to listen to what they say and make sense of it. And just got to You just got to plow through with like, that wasn't our, we weren't interested in that at all at all and i think the guy backed down in the end like i understand his frustration and, and i i get it all 
but you really you, you look like a fool at the end of the day when you when you do things like that you know especially when you mess with the government because i mean look you know i'm not saying anything bad but i mean if you look at the war chest who do you think ha- is going to have more money when it comes to to going to war at the end of the day it's very, uh, it's very dangerous. So when it comes to like Orange Theory, like what kind of uh, activities do you guys uh, have in there? Like other than like, you know, typical weight training, like what's, what? Uh, what's so it's, it's only classes. It's class-based. It's like um, uh, an in- high intensity interval training. So we have treadmills for cardio. We have rowers for cardio and we have a weight room floor. And on the weight room, everybody has their own station. You have a bench, there's TRX straps for resistance training, there's weights, there's a BOSU, we have an ab dolly, and we have all kinds of, uh, of equipment. And we, we take you through a class. So it's all, it's all coach-based, and it's classes only. You can't go in there and work it on your own. But uh, when we reopen, we have other options. Since the whole world is in this pandemic, that corporate has been working on other um, options for us. There's something going to be something called open gym where okay. members can come in like obviously limited amount of people and they're able to use the cardio machines. And we're going to have another class called lift 45 where people come in and it's just weights. So because it's very possible when we do reopen that it's going to be limited amount of people. So we want to be ready with every option possible to attract people to our studio i mean you're next to a police station too i mean that's where i drive by so they closed what they closed they moved actually that police station moved they so merged I, with station nine what's station that's, nine is that like where cavendish mall is exactly you know where all the crime is no that one moved also that one moved where um where butters the turkey was on <laughs> uh, westminster and Re- uh, rest in peace butters like that was like my mom's obsession she, every time like i come I by she'd be like oh look at butters and like and then she'd be like look what happened to yeah i mean i mean i think that i think we can say butters was giving us like something to look forward to like every right. time in 2021 but you know what when when he was killed by a car rest in peace butters they wrapped him up in foil it's like were they putting him on the barbecue anyways you know what? He's serving his purpose. If they put him in foil, at the end of the day, he's, he's put on this earth what God made him to do. And turkeys are meant to be eaten. I mean, right. look, I don't know about you, but I like I, I like eating turkey. I mean, I would have eaten butters with stuffing. I mean, everyone's going everyone's to hate me. When they hear this, they're going to be like, you, you're such an animal. Crew. No, thing's an animal. It's not a Disney creature, okay? And that thing is on a balcony. If I see a turkey on a balcony, I'm right. not here to hug it. I'm there to like, butters included. Like, I... I, I it's, I don't know. Like, I mean, we're like, we like NDG is getting uh, infested now with a lot of, uh, we are getting some visitors or quote St. Luke. I mean, have you heard there was like a coyote at one point or I heard that. I said it was going to be somebody's hood for their, uh, Canada goose jacket. And I got, uh, you know, you're so mean. I'm like, well, you buy the jacket just so you know, <laughs> know where it comes from. Correct. Correct. But, and then, but then Butters has like a tribe now. I mean, I don't know where these turkeys are coming from, but there's like, I heard there's like a, like, there's like a little tribe of Butters. I don't know what, where are these turkeys come? Where, where is like, what's going on, man? Like, this is like, I don't even know what to think anymore with this. Uh, Apparently a friend of mine who is up North, she said they're everywhere. Turkeys. Everywhere you go, there's turkeys. So. It's good for hunting season. I mean, I got to get my, I got to yeah. get a hunter's license. That's it. 
that's it. I wonder if you can get one COVID friendly, COVID friendly hunter's light. I, I don't even think you can get a gun license now if you wanted to, because it's like they made it so hard after the, that Nova Scotia mass shooting there. So it's so it's, it's like it's like you have to probably go through like all these background checks and they're always going to probably like it's not like you can uh, hop over to Plattsburgh to get one from Walmart because we can't cross the border. So I, I know that's the thing. And then people are going to be trying to cause an insurrection. No, I'm not trying to cause insurrection. I said I want to go hunt some turkeys. That's what I want to do so I can cook them. And, and have it with cranberry and stuffing. It's probably not healthy, but who really cares, right? Live or live to eat. So you have some white meat, big deal. Exactly, exactly. And um, what do you feel? So when Orange having like a lot of classes, um, what's like the weight 45 exactly? Like, cause like this- Lift like, 45. Lift 45. So I actually, uh, I just, we're, we haven't started it yet, but basically what it's gonna be, it's going to be just, weights that's it no cardio so that way the coach is able to really coach the clients to you know feel what they're supposed to feel the muscles that they're supposed to be working and really work on form and to make that connection with like oh i didn't realize what this was for and you know so um it's going to be for just basically lift like lifting weights 45 meaning 45 minutes okay so we're looking at like dumbbells bench press uh, barbell no barbells. We have uh, free weights. We have TRX that we would use as a like resistance uh, body weight exercises. And we have the bench that you could do exercises with as well. Yeah, TRX is really taken off. I mean, I'm more of a free weights kind of person, like dumbbell and barbell. But like, what's the craze? Like, how did the, the craze with TRX start? When did this whole thing start? Years ago. Um, but it's just people, people like it because it's all body weight. So you really, you feel it, you activate your muscles and you, it's all on you to make those exercises happen. And when you, when you get that aha moment and you feel it, that's what's so great about it. Why is it only available in smaller gyms? Like I think like you'll never see a TRX in like say a big box gym, like in Econo or elsewhere. Like, well, like how come it- they, they really need their own space. So you need a lot of space, you need space for it. And you have to have, you would have to, let's say if you, if you had it in a place like a condo fitness, you probably need about 50 of them, you know, for everybody. And they're, they, they go into the wall. So they have to be mounted properly. You know, they can't just go into like a gyp rock. They got to go into cement. And um, yeah, that's probably why I would Is imagine. It must probably be like really annoying to install because if they break a wall down, put that in and then you're like, have to make sure it holds. Yeah, yeah. So, and then what are the other classes that you guys offer? You have forty weight forty five, uh, cardio. Like, what kind of cardio we? Uh... Treadmill on the treadmill. So basically, if you if you were to come to Orange Theory when we do reopen, not if when, when we reopen and you come to a class, um, we have the rowing machine. Like we have a water rower, so that acts as cardio as well. And on the treadmill, so it's intervals. We do something called, um, we take you through base, push, and all out. So base, pace, your body's getting into it, push, you're pushing a little harder, and all out, you're going the hardest. There's incline, you don't have to run if you don't want to, you could power walk, and if you power walk, you're working with incline, if you're running, you're working with speed, you can do a combination of both. It's really like, I get so excited, I haven't taught a class in so long, but I cannot wait to get back in there. But it is, it is really, really a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Loud music. And you're, it's like a, it's, 
a group setting, but you have your own space. You have your own treadmill. So let's say if you come in and you're treadmill number one. So your treadmill number one, your rower number one, and your station number one with all the weights and stuff. So it's it's like you're it's it's really a lot of fun. Are there ellipticals? Because I can't run on treadmills. So we do have, if you have any uh, orthopedic issues, we have one uh, strider, we call it. It's like an elliptical, but we call it a strider. And we have one spinning bike. Uh, two bikes, actually, two bikes. But for COVID, we just have one. So if you were to sense. come to take a class and you cannot do the treadmill, you have that option. Yeah, that's very good. I think I'm going to have to take you up on that. because. Oh, I, 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 I will make sure can't i can't uh do treadmills like i can't run yeah. like i even walk i do a walking on an incline and i'm like because like, like, one of my friends is like uh who's helping me right now like with uh, some nutrition like doug so doug, my friend shout out to doug to doug siegel he's a he's a great guy and and uh He's like, yeah, you have to walk on an incline. And I'm like, Doug, like, I can't fucking do a treadmill, period. Like, yeah, but it's, it's, it's walking. It's not that bad. You're not running. And I, I don't know. It's, walking's good, but what? I, it's like I have a love-hatred relationship with the treadmill. I like the roll machine, but there's no roll machine where I'm at. So, like, but the, is there a roll machine at Orange? I'm taking the row machine, then you can guarantee you that because that's easy to do. I could do that for like 30 minutes. Well, you'll see because we, we take you through different intervals. So Okay. And if, I, if I'm not puking after like say the second interval, that means it's, it's a good sign that I like it and I'm good at it. <laughs> correct. 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 But it, uh, it's really, it's a lot of fun. So hopefully yeah. we'll see you there. Um, other than Orange Theory, uh, the Hampton Y, because like, you know, I went to day camp there. So... What do you like? Like when you were there, who was there that like we might know? Because I remember Debbie, the lifeguard, like she was there for a while. I don't know. I didn't know anybody oh. because I did my course at night. Oh, it was like they just opened it up as like a um, a certification. So I didn't I didn't meet anybody there. But I don't think they reopened after the whole uh, uh-huh. shutdown. They sort of did, and they sort of didn't. But like they cut, they made a lot of cutbacks to the programs because like it's like they're it's like they're bleeding so it's like a lot of people who have like sad about the ymcas you know very sad all of them or just that one because i know the hampton has always kind of been in like a bit of a particular situation um the one uh, downtown stanley why also closed no like for good or like they're just like they said that they you know they're looking into reopening but who knows the really in that case the government should be ashamed of themselves to let a ymca close it's terrible it's like it's just ridiculous what I call that. Like I said, you know, you go back to managing. It's like they, and then it's like when you you, it's like we're, you're even though like you need the business loans, like the small business loans, just to help stay afloat. It's like it's like they didn't think this through. They didn't really think the numbers through. Like it's like they it's like they kind of just like drew up a number in their head and they said, okay, well, here's what we'll give you, and you're on your own. So figure it out. It's tough luck. So like, uh, and like, so it's good that we have guys like say Dave Portnoy from Barstool, like who's doing the Barstool Fund for small businesses in America. But I mean, I think we need that in Canada too. Like we need someone like to make a fund, like, you know, someone like who's a successful entrepreneur, like gym business, so small business owner, and just kind of like help businesses, whether they're a restaurant, a gym or barbershop. Well, barbershop, I mean, now they're like booming. Like I got my haircut today, so... Sure. 
for sure. I haven't gone to mine really yet, but whatever. I, I went to mine today and it was like, it's, it's like I went in early cause I knew it would be busy. Cause now everyone's like, Oh my God, haircuts, hair, barbershops are open. Got to go there before they close again. Cause who knows what's going to happen at this point. That's it. But that's it. Like also if we were to reopen and close again, it is exhausting mentally, physically, and emotionally to close and to reopen is it's unbelievable. So if you're not going to, if you're going to reopen us, re- reopen us up, let it be for good because it's a lot, it's a lot to do. And it's like, Oh my God, it's so it's draining. And then people think, Oh, what if they never open again? And it's very, it, it's a lot, a lot. So what do you think? So what, it's okay. If your dog's in the background, it's yeah. okay. It doesn't bother me. Um, the, so with like with how the government like is opening and reclosing, but they're keeping like the SQDC and SAQ open, like that's essential. Like, how does that make you feel? Like, or like other friends of yours who are gym owners when you see that, and it's like that's essential. Well, at first, well, I know they're government run, so there you go. Um, but uh, at first, I was like, how can that be essential? And then someone explained it to me that um, people who are or who are addicts. You know, if they don't get it from the SAQ or S- whatever the, the pop store is called, then they're going to find other ways to get it that they could harm themselves. And I was like, okay, all right, I accept that. But it, that can be said for anything. So if people can't work out, they could harm themselves too because they're not working out. Like it could, it can go like, you can keep talking about it. But then my theory was, okay, if they close the SAQ and the numbers go down, then we know who's causing COVID. The lineups at the SAQ, but <laughs> exactly. Then and then you have like the public health. I mean, they've they've just public health has done such just a wonderful job. They've done they they deserve like a big bravo from me for just giving the worst signals, like the not the worst signals, but the worst messaging of what you can do and what you can't do. Case in point. The the, the the synagogue in uh, Utrema. I mean, look, some people might say, oh, you know, there's actually a lot of people that are actually pretty happy what they're doing because it's like, you know what? They don't give a shit. They just want to do what they can. Yeah, I get it. We all want to return to normal. We have to obey the rules. But then there's some stuff that's so ridiculous. You're like, what? I mean, like, so that was like, that was hilarious. Like, like in, in terms of like when... They uh, like it, it's not hilarious, but it was kind of funny when they broke it and they broke it down. But then it turns out public health was wrong. So now, do you feel like what we saw with Utramon? Do you think that gives like business owners like you guys like like some courage to kind of be like, we're gonna open properly, but if there is like an abuse of power, like you know, we're gonna use our means like to to call bullshit and a spade a spade. Yeah, but it's like it's a touchy subject too because you also don't want to. Um... You don't want to upset people. You don't want to upset members. Like, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, some of our members are teachers. And if we don't, if we don't provide a safe environment for them, they're not going to come because they have to go work in schools. So it's, it's touchy. You, you want to like, you don't want to um, look for loopholes or you don't want to disobey. You want to do what you're told, but what's fair is fair. And, and what happened in Outremont is, so there, you're allowed 10 people in a place of worship and they're going to, so they're going to either they're going to abuse it or not, but you could have more than 10 people, but they each have to have their own doorway. 
So if they have three different rooms with three different doors going outside, then they can have 30 people in there, you know? So. Yeah. That was, that was just crazy when I found out about, about it. it. Um, but with loopholes, I think that's the, that's the key word here, loophole, because there's always going to be a loophole, whether it's for taxes, whether it's for, you know, now the pandemic, but I feel there's going to be no more after it's like, they're just going to find that like, there always is going to be one, but it's going to be like harder and harder to find. You just have to, to listen to what they say as much as it's ridiculous. You got to listen to what they say. Sadly. What's the most ridiculous thing you've seen so far? I mean, I think for me, it's like just how like they won't give the data and also how like the airline industry is collapsing. Like I had a friend who's a pilot on yesterday and he was just telling me like what going on and it's it's like it's mind-boggling how uh like it's just it's yeah i mean i don't know what to think anymore it's like i i just feel like everyone's getting fed up now i think when um it was around uh, yeah it was for christmas that lego was like okay between the 24th and the 27th you can get together uh that was ridiculous but he reneged on that and also in the um in the summertime, like when, when, when things were starting to ease up, when we, like when we were coming out of the lockdown and everything was a little slowly, slowly, slowly. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, we can have gatherings of 250 people. You know, it's just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, and it was too much too soon. And uh, we'll see. I think this, this also, this reopening is too much too soon also. You know, like they should have like left the malls closed, like everything. It, we're back to what we were before. Everything's open except the gyms, restaurants, and bars. Yep. I mean, is there going to be like maybe an association for gyms? Because I mean, I know all the gym owners are independent basically, but do you think maybe having like an association like for bars and restaurants, like do you think that could help maybe getting a voice to you guys like to reopen or be taken seriously? Maybe, but no matter what anybody would do, no matter how much you kick and scream, they're not going to listen because it's, it's a pandemic. People are dying. So they're not going to, uh, they're not going to, you know, even if we had an association or a union, they're not going to, uh, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't serve us, you know? Why? And why, and why do you say that particularly? Is it just because they're going to use the pandemic as a card? Like to be like, oh, it's a pandemic. You just got to. Exactly. It's like, you know, when you have like a flood in your house or whatever, oh, it was an act of God. Like they'll always find a way, speaking of loopholes, they would find a way to, you know, but uh, it could help in a way maybe financially, like if the government wasn't giving what we were getting or rent relief and stuff like that, then yes. But it would cost a lot of money to probably be a part of that association. There would be lawyers. It's like, it's a lot, you know, like people think, oh, I'm going to do this, 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 but like, you know, everything's work and lawyers and fighting and this and that, you know? So who the hell wants that? Yeah, it's very true. And you have, uh, and like, it's like, it's easier said than done. Like right now there's another gym owner. Um, uh, I think he's in Lachine or the West Island. Like it's like, it's like bully boy fitness or something. And like, he, uh, he was talking like he's, he's planning on getting like a lawyer, like to represent him to like, and go to the Supreme court probably. I mean, I don't know much about the details, but like, I just know that like, he's uh, like, he's more one of the vocal ones that's against this trying to figure out like a way. And um, I, I mean, he says like, I'm getting a, a human rights lawyer and it's like, 
Yeah, it's a little extreme. I mean, don't you think? I mean, just what kind of wait a bit, but wait, we're at the finish line. I think so. I do mean we're we're slowly getting there. I mean, it just I hate hearing, well, the curfew's working. No, it's not working. It's 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 making things much more harder. But uh I do believe by I mean, what's your expectation? What do you think? How do you see us coming out of this? Coming out of it, they gotta get the vaccine done properly. They gotta get the rollout done, they gotta get like, you know, uh if you get if it's two doses in, in do it in the recommended time and like get it done. That's the only way we're going to get out of this in, in, until everyone is vaccinated or the majority, whatever they said, I think 70% of the population, I don't know, I'm not good at math, but whatever it is, you know, then we have that confidence. Still going to have to wear masks, still going to have to social distance, still going to have to wash our hands, but at least we know that we're protected. So I think uh, once the vaccine gets rolled out properly, then we'll be our way yeah i don't see us coming back normality for at least like before this for at least a good even if there is some form of it for at least a good i mean i'm i'm my, i'm hedging my bets until 2023 to be to really be realistic yeah but let's hope like this summer we can get our festivals back it's just relax like you know we missed everything last year everything yeah, they were. They were. They thought just for last was going to come in October. Like the plan was to like you're going to cancel it in the summer, but we're going to have it in October when things are normal. Well, that well, that it was like as the as the meme is from Tyler the Creator goes. Well, that was a fucking lie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But uh, you know, hopefully we'll we could have that back. The Grand Prix and like everything we missed it all. So that would suck if that happens again. But it's very possible that it will. You know. I'm not hedging my bets that it's that I'm not I'm not really um what's the word I'm not really I mean I want to be careful with my words here because you know I know I swear a lot but on the show but you know that's what that's just the way I am you know sorry mom sorry sorry Marlene I love you I love you mom but like yeah thanks to by the way shout out to my mom Marlene real MVP for connecting me with Melanie Chernovsky of of Orange Theory Fitness yeah but correct uh, correct yeah how do you know my mom by the way like uh like how do you know Marlene tell me about that Um, my mom knows everybody mutual friends mutual friends and uh Facebook of course that's 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 her yeah she knows she's like uh what's the word you ever read the book by Malcolm Gladwell um not outliers uh What? I'm not a big reader, so. Oh, he maybe he made a book, and it's about, it's about Blink. That's it, and it's about. I think it's Blink. Yeah, so it's about like how people are called market mavens in a sense, but it's how they connect others to other people. So that's what my that's what my mom's good at. She's good at. She's good at. She's good at talking to anybody. So that's. Uh, she is absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, probably get that skill from her, but yeah, no, she's uh she's uh, but like with this whole thing, I mean, I agree with you in terms of how we're going to get through this. I believe, yeah, rollout has to be done better. Um, get the doses in right away. Even the federal government screwed this up. And uh, I, I think we're just heading into another election, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't see Trudeau coming out of this. I'm not a political expert, but I mean, look, look at business owners. You have friends, I have friends. They're struggling. You know, the Serb didn't really do much and now they have to pay it back. I mean, think of all the debt we're in because of this. And the Serb also, it was it was a, it was good amount of money, two thousand dollars a month. It's great, but um, a lot of people took it. And when then 
when stores or whatever reopened, people didn't go back to work. They were like, oh, they were making more money on unemployment, you know? And uh, yes, it helped. It definitely helped. But it was also like it's uh, people have to pay tax on that. I don't know if people realize, you know, but um, it, it, it was great. I used it. I did it like there were like two months that I really needed it and I, and I took it. And that's it. But the second that I started working again, I was like, no, no double dipping, no nothing, you know? So they made it available. But the longer this goes on, the longer, you know, all these loans that we have, some of it's forgivable, but it's like, we got to pay this money back, you know? So people have to realize that too. Thank God I, I did not have to go on syrup. Like I'm thank like I get it. Some people need it. And I totally understand. I'm not against it. But there are those who abuse the system. That's the thing. And they're gonna get comfortable. Like the like that's the that's the problem. It's like what I think that the CERB is gonna create. This is not it's like the, the the pandemic. Look, there's a virus out there. I'm more concerned about the blowback with addiction, mental illness, and creating a nan a welfare state, like even further than like even digging it the whole deeper than it was before like it's Absolutely. it's Things like are going to close down like the repercussions of this are going to be for years to come years to come you know all these kids that aren't in school they're not socializing they're not meeting people and then they're going to grow up to be germaphobes and it's like you know think about you know I'm, i know i'm older than you but like we had our best years even if you were reclusive or or an introvert you still had your best years socializing even if you weren't socializing you know people watching and and sitting and just watching and eating and doing and it's like people aren't we're not having that anymore guilty eating i was eating cheese i was eating uber eats is the is uber eats skip the dishes and DoorDash are the worst things to have on your phone especially pizza pizza you know i'm telling you that cheese bread it's it's cocaine. I live man. actually I'm right near like Domino's and oh, close no. barbecue. Oh no, that's like a double whammy. I get that uh, aro- those two aromas you, swirling around. You feel like it's like they want you just to like break it. They're like they're like, come on, just one, just have one of us. Just have a pizza. You know what? Have some chicken. Have some fried rotisserie chicken with the French fries. They have the best French fries. Have the French fries. Come on, do it. Don't, don't you just feel that they want you to they just want you to mess up, I feel. What's your guilty pleasure in terms of food? Oh, I love dessert. Ice cream. Dippery or Dairy Queen? Dairy Queen. Okay, same here. I'm gonna tell you my guilty pleasure. You're gonna have, you're gonna think I'm gonna you're gonna probably think I need help after this. Ice cream from Dairy Queen, uh, cookie dough and uh, and s'mores blizz and and s'mores blizzard mixed. Uh, Dippery, uh, what dip is it? Oh, cookie dough, the cookie dough, raw cookie dough with soft serve vanilla, and then cheese bread from Pizza Pizza, and then. Uh, Junior chickens from McDonald's. Oh, what else is there? Oh, yeah, it's it's wild. I mean, I, that's I'm, the Dairy Queen you go to. I'm a big fan of the one on Park Avenue. Yes, I love that one. It's a family-owned one. one. They take care yes. of me. Like, they, 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 you know the. I don't know if you because it's the same people that work there. There's like, I think it's the owner's son. Like, she, he's like a really big guy, like from f- playing football. It looks or some something. He he just Locker. knows what. Correct. Yeah, he, he, and he they just they're good with the portions. Big fat portions. They do a better job than the one in Sherbrooke. No offense, sure. Westmount, no offense, Westmount. Dairy Queen, but 
Agreed. 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 I go to, I, you go to West Mount High. I like to get like a medium blizzard. They give you a small and they're charging you like eight bucks. It's like, this is a small. When you go on Park Avenue, it's like the cup overflows. And they're like, you know, that's why they're able to close for the winter because they rip people off all year and they have enough money to close all winter, but whatever. She's doing good for herself, man. I mean, that like old, like she's like an elderly woman. Like I've seen her like, yeah, like, like they, but they closed a bit earlier this year. Last year they closed on Halloween, which was like pretty cool because you could get ice right. cream on Halloween. Right. But yeah, I think they're one of the, the men, the, well, many Dairy Queens close for winter actually, don't they? Or Some of them stay open for cakes and stuff. But uh, it's not like in the, in the States, like they have food. Like they have food here, but like no one's going to Dairy Queen when you can go to, like you say, McDonald's or Wendy's or whatever. But, um, you know, making me hungry. Me too. I mean, why already ate? I mean, I had, I had like salmon tonight with asparagus and, uh, good. Yeah. Very good. I see I'm eating healthy. I'm trying, I'm trying. I mean, but it's, it's tough. I mean, it's tough. I mean, some days I'm just like, damn it. Give me Uber Eats go and I'm just going to, just going to binge on a cheese. I try not to do Uber Eats and stuff. I'd rather go pick it up myself because I know they take a huge cut from the restaurants. That too. And that's the problem. They had the pros and cons. What about, uh, yeah, where you are, like where Orange is, Orange has some pretty good restaurants. I mean, I love that little area because like there's Orange, there's like two martial arts schools there. There's like Oufrié, the restaurant. It's, Olivia's fried chicken. Have you had it? No, I should. Should, should I have it? I mean, I, you I should. I should. It's delicious. What Absolutely. Kind of, like, is it like Costa Lou barbecue or is it like fried, fried? Fried. Fried all the way. Do they have French fries with, these, with this fried chicken? Okay, good. Because that's because, like, if it's, if it's Costa Lou barbecue French fries, I'm sold. No, they're different. They're very good, though, actually. They're like a little crispy, but they're not burnt. Like it's like they double do something. I don't know. They're delicious. Awesome. You will not be disappointed, I promise. And then you could, you know, you could go work, come work out at Orange Cereal when we open, and then go get your fried chicken. Okay, because if you said to me to do that before, eat the fried chicken, then come there, we're gonna have a very big problem with that. So I might, because I might just not be motivated to do it until. That's why after. Yeah, that's why I'll show up on an empty stomach, and then I'll go after. So. Back again, you'll have Dairy Queen. There's lots of opportunities. I bike a lot too. That helps when it's summertime. Like I just bike. Like I bike from my house to uh, Park Avenue. Dairy Queen. That's why. That's right. why. And so then I and then I bike back, and I feel like I feel like a guilt. I feel guilty and ashamed of myself. Like I feel like I'm just an impulsive piece of shit for eating. <laughs> but it's worth it, man. It's like it's worth it. I love it. But. Uh, but biking, yeah, biking is my thing, like, because it's easier on my knees and whatnot, so. Good, very good. So where can people connect with you if they want to, uh, like, you know, book a session? I mean, right now with the rules. Um, they can find me on uh, Facebook. That's probably the best, that's the best way to find me. Um, my name, Melanie Chernofsky. And uh, yeah, look me up for sure. Perfect. And guys, when Orange Theory Fitness opens, please support your local gym owners, whether you're in NDG, St. Laurent. Um, West Mount, Montreal West, Coast St. Luke. Bring it on. Hampstead. Support 
your local business owners. That's what we need right now. Fact. All right, Melanie. Well, I just want to say uh, thanks so much for uh, coming on. Um, it was a pleasure hosting you. Something different for once, but you know, I like the, I like differentiating it up. So good. I'm so glad. It was my absolute pleasure. I'm so glad to uh, to to have a platform and to have to be a guest on your platform. Ah, thank you. Yeah. Well, as I said, I'm just doing what I can. I mean, look. I mean, this, as mentioned, the show is based on like uh, UFC and boxing and all that, but. When I say twenty percent, you know, you gotta, you don't want to be labeled as like just one niche. You gotta expand your horizons. Absolutely, absolutely. Have your hands in every pot. Exactly. So, guys, the episode will be on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, when it's up, it'll probably be up on Saturday, most likely. That's the expectation. I, uh, they will be up. Yeah, I'm gonna like, uh, I'll send you the information before publishing. Um, have you anything else you want to say uh, before? Or? that we get out of this very soon and hopefully the next time you see me my hair will be you know not uh coronavirus style and uh we'll be all up and running and hopefully uh be seeing you with from a distance with a mask vaccinated yeah all right sounds good all right thanks melanie